Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good afternoon, viewers. Welcome to Money Radio, particularly Techie Nigeria segment of Money Radio, a program dedicated to happenings and trends in the world of ICT in Nigeria and around the world. With me today is a cybersecurity expert, Haniel Jafar. Haniel, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Techie Nigeria on Money Radio. Yeah. Well, Jafar Haniel is a regular analyst on this show and as well a cybersecurity expert based in Abuja. Today we shall be looking at the suspension of Twitter ban in Nigeria. Jafar just last week, Wednesday, the federal government lifted the ban on Twitter operation in Nigeria. And that was after seven months, seven days of the ban. What is your take about the suspension of the ban? Well, uh, looking at looking at the, the list of things that the federal government uh, listed. The condition given the to condition Twitter given before lifting the, the, yeah, before, the ban. Before lifting the ban. Okay. Uh, yeah, there, there may be probably times where Twitter probably overstepped their boundary, but with the condition given to Twitter, I don't think the ban was necessary. In the first place. In the first place. So those things we are possible without the ban. Without the ban. Setting up an office, uh ensuring that you put in national international uh uh policies in, exactly. in Nigerian things and all that. Put the let there be national interest when these are things that you would have called Twitter and said, okay, now let's have a, a table discussion. There are certain things I don't want here. There are certain things I you would allow. Now, if after that discussion, they don't hearken to what to what has been discussed, that's when the ban would have been necessary. Uh, been necessary. But as it stands, what it has taken place, it took place. And uh, for seven months, seven and days, months and seven days, uh, the Nigerians are still there, Twitter is still there. And, uh, All right, and uh, when the ban was announced in June 2021. Many Nigerians were had them and they didn't stop tweeting. They employed the services of a virtual private network VPN to also you know use Twitter. Why do you think some Nigerians not defer to government? The, the truth of the matter is when I what I said as regards that ban was when you're putting up a ban like this, you should have control. The Nigerian government did not have the control to effectively carry out that ban. In the, first place. in the first place now we have we are we have control over nigerian ips and that is where our control stops ip is not something that is nigerian IPs. it is something we acquire from the from the vendors, from vendors that we get so generally it's it was it will be difficult to affect that kind of one without having even china that are in a way, be effective in carrying out certain level of ban. The reason they were able to do that is because they have a they have a control system. But even with that control system, there are still people that bypass that 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 bypass that control system to have access to sites or sensor uh, sites. Yes. But we really, really, there was no con the only control we had was the IP. And it was easier. It was something that we could we didn't even think twice. To, to effect to carry out uh, the, the bypass and continue living our lives as if there was never a ban. All right, uh, Jafar, when you said uh, the government actually has no control uh, of these, uh, most of these uh, services around you know, ICT. Now, let's go to that. As a cyber security 
isn't that a kind of uh, national security threat to our ICT infrastructure? It is. It is a huge. It is a huge security threat to us. We don't even have that level of control. We, we we are trying to ensure that we increase the, the broadband penetration rate and while we're doing that we're not putting in control in place to ensure that we monitor what comes into our our cyber space that the nigerian super cyber domain and what goes out yet now we, there is an exchange point an internet exchange point in lagos i think there is another one in Abuja and one in Portugal. i think three exchange points and these are points at which internet traffic, your browsing website must pass through either of these points. Either of these points, one of these points must be a carrier of the traffic, as it as long as it's coming to Nigeria or going out of Nigeria. For some, in fact, Nigeria tends to be the point that gives to most West African countries. Because we need to ensure that we put in controls to be able to minimize certain certain attacks. But we don't have those controls. What we do have are organizations controlled, organizational controls, that's controls from corporate organizations. They are just, these are just, but the government itself is supposed to have its own control. If, security, if, if it's truly, if it truly wants to be able to manage the cyber domain, there is need for that control. All right, uh, that was wonderful. Let's talk about the implication. You know, Twitter ban has come and gone, mm -hmm. but then uh, we are still talking about jealousies. Yeah. You belong to the industry. In your own estimation, what do you think, uh, uh, give us an estimate of what people lost to the Twitter ban in some world? I can't uh, particularly no, give you yes. that figure, but I know fully well that we have big, we have businesses who depend start on Twitter. No, no, let's even start from not the those that of businesses that that whose offices are Twitter. Yes. Twitter is 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 a, yes, is a they buy and sell on Twitter. Get, they do most of that's where they get their clients. And once they get their clients, they get paid. And once they get paid, they are expected to pay tax. And once they're expected to pay tax, government is expected to receive the tax. You get so if they don't get clients, it means they don't get paid and it means they lose pay government for their taxes and government is while Nigerians are losing, as Nigerians are losing, the government is also losing. Now, that is from the Nigerian perspective, because the loss is from both ends. Twitter also has its own fair share of the loss, because people who don't run ad, people, people, there are people who run ad on Twitter, so they pay Twitter to help them carry out sponsored ad. Now, once they pay Twitter to help them carry out sponsored ad, it means that Twitter are making money from carrying out sponsored ads. Now, because Twitter is no longer running, they are they are, they are, that ad, they are losing revenue from 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 those who want to uh, who would want to run run those ads. Yeah. Also, the, the we we have those who solely depend on apart from those that depend on Twitter for direct revenue. There are those that depend on Twitter for indirect revenue. And those are those those are persons who generally would would want Twitter to help them get the clients. The clients would now pay them. Therefore, that Twitter itself is the like the influencers. You pay, and Twitter is the business. Twitter is the it is the business. It is the service. It is the product, and all that. 
get the rule that that is what they do. That is what they sell. They sell Twitter as a product. They sell Twitter as a service. And huge, huge number of Nigerians fall in this category. Okay, though who are brand uh, influencers and all that, they fall in this category now. Shutting down, suspending Twitter would mean that this person will not be able. Now, of yes, and the, the, the challenge with using the VPN now is that why this number of Nigerians, why is this, this uh, category of persons will still be able to access Twitter? It's not as effective as it should be. Okay. The reason is because they it's are like not circumventing the process. No, that's not the, the, the reason is because they, when you're using a VPN. You're not using the VPN. The way ITP is generally or ad ad work generally is that it, it does what's called targeted ad. And targeted ad are what it's using doing that targeted ad are IP addresses. Okay. So if you're using if I'm using an Nigerian IP address to access a, a, a Twitter and somebody puts uh, a, a, an advert on Twitter that is dedicated for Nigerians. Because that advert is dedicated for Nigeria, to use the Nigerian IP address to locate me and I will see that as so, well. In that situation, so it won't be seen. It won't be seen because they are using a VPN and they are using the IP address of another country. So if you are targeting Nigerians and if the Nigeria is using a VPN of US, they would not see the ad. And that is the challenge of. So the VPN was never a solution. Well, it was a solution in access. Many people to just interact. Yeah. You know, other main things. But there are other things, well, there are other services that we could not, we could not, see the VPN could not solve uh, for us. Uh, all right. I have been speaking with Haniel Jaffam, an Abuja based cyber security expert. It's still Turkey, Nigeria segment of one radio. We'll go on a short break. When we come back, we'll continue the discussion on the lifting of Twitter by Nigeria and matters arising. Don't go away. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Well, welcome back to Techie Nigeria segment of Money Radio, a segment dedicated to happenings and trends in the world of information and communication technology in Nigeria and around the world. Today, of course, I've been speaking with Hania Jafaru, an Abuja-based cybersecurity expert who is helping us to share more light on the suspension of Twitter ban in Nigeria and matters arising. Well, thank you, Jafar, for being with us thus far. Now, let's look at the conditions given to Twitter by the Nigerian government. Now, one of the conditions is that Twitter will have to censor, you know, tweets by Nigerians, the ones it considered to be offensive. Now, for you, is this normal or is a breach of fundamental human rights or freedom of choice or freedom of speech freedom of speech yeah. well, it all depends on what the federal government will classify as, as offensive as offensive that if if the federal government can probably come out with an, a concept that says these are the ten kind of things we would not want to be on twitter once the nigerian populace know that okay these are the kind of things that would be censored on twitter they know fully well that Twitter, Twitter has a reputation in censorship, so they can restrict the limit of the lead certain tweets. If uh, federal government has decided that that kind of but that kind of tweet is, is is offensive, but first we need to know what 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 kind of tweet 
as falls in that category or what kind of information falls in that category once we are able, we've been able to identify that then we can now know that we will now know if truly if it is offensive or not but as it stands now we are just waiting until when the government decides to say yes this tweet is offensive which i don't think it's uh, it's right so it will be it will turn out to be Government itself censoring Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Twitter so it, it's going to. And another thing is, there is, as I, I, I will always say that there is the Nigerian law, there is the international law, and there is probably the local law where Twitter resides. Yeah. Yeah. So Twitter will need to ensure that it has, it makes a level, level playing ground for all these laws while ensuring that it carries out its business. But notwithstanding, there is still a place for fundamental um, freedom of expression which is an international law. So if Twitter thinks certain things would would uh that because they themselves they, are, they, they can be sanctioned. Yeah. Yes. So Twitter themselves can be sanctioned when they when they they, they, they fall prey to uh deleting tweets that is considered to be freedom of expression and uh just to satisfy, just the, government. To satisfy the government so and they would now Twitter would be in a dilemma yeah so they would have to ensure that they have a, there is a level playing ground for both strike a balance yeah for, for both the local laws as a nigerian law yeah international laws and also their own uh business and corporate um less practices uh no not their, their own law where they reside as headquarters of Twitter that would okay, be US, yes. okay. so because there needs to be a balance in all this if not it's going to be a, a difficult challenge to to adhere to all right Hanil, are you aware of any country besides Nigeria where this kind of scenario is playing out for example uh, government gave Twitter certain conditions like we said earlier come and have your office in Nigeria pay tax in Nigeria employ staff in Nigeria so uh, can you recall any place around the world where this is happening, those kind or of any conditions, social, those, kind of, those kind of conditions are, are, can, are not conditions that you see anywhere in the world. Because uh, even when France, at the time France asked Twitter to come and set up office, yeah, it was not a mandate. Yeah, you don't. It was advice. It was yeah, come and set up your an office in France and all that. And Twitter turned it down, even though it. It came from, I think it came from even their parliament, yes. But Twitter turned it down. Now, we, we can we can, we can can leverage on, on on numbers because many are there and Nigerians have over 40 million as active Twitter as, users. Well, registered users. Okay. Uh, we don't know the numbers of active. active Twitter users, but we can see the registered users 40 million. Okay, you say maybe five is inactive, 35 are active. Yeah, Twitter tends to there are there are peak periods in Twitter, Twitter when it, when the when big, when big big brother comes up, you know, it's, okay, it's yeah. that are big, even those that don't nah, Nigeria uh, idol yes, and all that. So there are peak periods. And the political era. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So these are these are peak periods in Twitter and all that. So if you want to now, it's not relative when you want to now look at active users because it's relative to time. Timing, the time you're taking as the as 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 the time you're the timing you're taking to capture the active users. But generally, uh, I know fully well that France made a request to Twitter and that request was was turned down and some couple of countries. But now Twitter on their own decided to come to Africa and they decided to invest ten billion dollars in Ghana, a country close to Nigeria. So the question we should be asking why is Ghana? why Ghana in the first place. Meanwhile, Ghana has less than five million. 
So why Ghana? Why not Nigeria? Because they, they, they are business persons. They they, 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 they they do analysis. They do a whole lot of business analysis before taking a decision. It's not. It will actually be good for them to set up a country, set up a, a, a business in Nigeria mm -hmm. but without the government even making that request. But there were conditions they decided to put. In, there were factors they decided to put into their consideration that made them to, uh, to take that decision of going to going to Ghana to set up. So as those 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 factors have been addressed. Because if you're mandating them and they just, okay, let's akin to what they are saying, they can just come and set up one small office where at the end of the day they employ one or two persons. And to you, you have achieved your aim, but to them, it's really, it's really minimal compared to the amount they are putting in Ghana. Yeah. So there are certain things we should, as I started earlier on, as I stated earlier on, these conditions are conditions that can be treated on the table without the need for a ban. Yes. All these conditions are conditions that, yes, okay, why did you go to Ghana? You went to Ghana to well, settle. Uh, uh, that, that, that brings to mind probably the reason behind the government's ban, the reason behind government's decision. Probably the government went to that length to get a Twitter in reaction for choosing Ghana over Nigeria. Don't you think so? Yes, but is it is it mandating the government, mandating Twitter to set up an office that is a solution? Because you can mandate all social media uh, platforms to come set up an office, and they set up an office at the end of the day. The office does not. The office is just there, and it's just employing, you know, employing five persons compared to the huge number of persons that would have been employed or gainfully employed if this company on their own decided to say, "Okay, I want to invest in Nigeria. I want to come to Nigeria to set up. I want to use Nigeria as my hub. I want to use Nigeria as my headquarters in Africa." Or West Africa, they erect a massive building where they, they, they employ a huge number of Nigerians, they train Nigerians, they carry out corporate social responsibility. Yeah. Because these are things that you look out for, not mandating them. By mandating them, they would act and by coming to set up an office. But it really does not, they are just doing it just to ensure that they don't, they, it doesn't look as though they are disobeying the government while they are trying to get. Uh, uh, they are using the citizens' data to, 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 to earn money. Again. So I think there are better ways that the government would have done, approach this, that would have home bring, brought about a, a, a lasting solution because we have not even looked at the possibility of if this government leaves, if the next government will be willing to go with this, this with all these conditions or not. Or not. Because we've not looked at that possibility. Yes. So if we are solving a solution, if we are solving a problem, let, let us solve it to the truth. Let us start by solving, looking at the root cause of that problem, then looking for a solution that will solve it. Because now, if you do, if they hack it, they just don't believe that this government has probably a year and a half to be, to, to, to mm -hmm. be from, from, from now. So if they have a year and a half, there is nothing not stopping not us not from, not because... Not. It, None of this condition has been fulfilled. Yes. All these conditions were just agreed. Now, the agreement tends to be we are agreeing to do all these things, but none of them so far has been implemented. Now, the reason why it took this long was because uh, Twitter said that it was not in their budget. They agreed, but it was not in their budget. That was last year. They agreed, but it was not in their budget. So they have to wait until it is in their budget. Now it is in their budget, and they, they are still working with that 
concept of agreement and hoping that Twitter was going to implement implement some of these things. Well, well let's be hopeful. All right, finally, Jafar. Now, you know, from the beginning of this discussion, you made the point very clear that the Twitter ban actually exposed our lack of security over our ICT infrastructure. Now, as an expert going forward, what do you think the concerned authorities should do to make sure that our infrastructure is actually safe and we have total control over it? Well, it, it, it's not as though that it is terribly bad. I, I know. Yes. Uh, my concern was that we didn't have controls to effect this type of ban. We had all, there are other controls that we have, but for this particular type of ban, we didn't have the control to effect it in such a way that most persons won't be able. But with, with what we have, with a VPN, a simple VPN, people will be able to bypass the available controls and we're able to still have access to Twitter as though there was no, no ban. And Nigerians are still trending and Nigerians will still still tend to be the most active mm. African countries, even during the ban. So what's, what was not the essence of the ban? Yeah. So, but notwithstanding, for us to be able to effect this type of ban, probably we don't hope that there is a next time. Exactly. Yes. But for us to be able to effect this type of ban, there is need for us to have a unified entry point, a unified traffic entry point system and exit point system. That means every traffic coming to Nigeria must pass through probably a national gateway or something where all traffic pass through. So if you're affecting, if you're, yeah, if you're affecting a band, you affect it from the, no, this band was, was affected through ISP. Mm -hmm. It was the ISP that affected the band. They were the one that blocked Twitter. You can you can manipulate ISP, yeah, bypass. Yes, bypass them. But if you have a, a national firewall or a, yeah, a national firewall that tends to carry out a huge, huge level of uh, packet inspection and all that, to be able to, you, you will have a level of control compared to when you, because now the control is not even the government directly, it is via the ISP. And you know why I asked you that question is, I said national security, mm -hmm. because apart from exposing our lack of control, remember, uh, the fighting is there was a time, Kaduna State, Kaduna State government, you know, even Zafara State, you know, uh, shut down telecommunication uh, services. Mm -hmm. But even at that, bandits, kidnappers, were still using their phone to call people for ransom mm -hmm. for their family members who have their kidnapped. So that shows the cyberspace, the, I don't know, they are not shutting, under total Shutting telecommunications tends to, shutting down telecommunications, there are still ways that you can still bypass. bypass because there is still satellite coverage that enables you to connect to a satellite and still, you will still call somebody that is with a mobile phone. Exactly. You get, so there are just, when, when, when my, my, my challenge with, with us having to implement certain, some of these policies is that, we don't sit down to look at the the controls that we have before before in, before implementing implement. We need to sit down, look at what controls do we have? Do we have a detective controls? Do we have preventing controls? What what correctional controls do we have? If there is need, total compliance. Yes. So if we don't if we don't have these controls in place, they would always be bypass. <sighs> They will always be bypassed. Well, I hope those concerns are distinct many times to Hania Jafar, an Abuja based cybersecurity expert for creating time to join us this afternoon on Techie 
Nigeria segment of morning radio. Well, my name is Wayne Body Kadibo, a student for Innocent Order who will return for the next edition of this program. From here, it's bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.